Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Studio 6 Paranormal Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hill, with Shane Peek. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good, you know? It's not bad yeah. for a Sunday. Yeah. Um, getting ready for Thanksgiving, I take it? Oh, yeah. we're Actually, now that our kids are grown and out, we're pretty much just going to chill. We'll probably go out to eat or do something. You don't have any kids at uh, home anymore? Oh, no. <laughs> it's great. I thought you did. Oh, no. Oh, boy. They visit once in a while, or they'll, you know, we have a little grandkid, but no, there's nobody at home, just me and the wife. It's great. Man. Oh, That's yeah. awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I I don't do the shopping for Thanksgiving. Uh, my wife does that, and she she got her turkey last week, I think. And yeah, people who need to get turkeys before the week of Thanksgiving, you're going to have a hard time getting anything over 12 pounds yep pretty much so yeah she was lucky enough to get a 22 pounder wow yeah so yeah we'll be eating leftovers so the cows come home but that's okay yep. because that's what thanksgiving sandwiches is for. yep yeah, there you go what, <laughs> you figured it out you know i mean you make soup you may do whatever but it's gonna last you at least until christmas especially a 22 pounder holy cow yes especially if there's only two of you right no actually there's three there's yeah, yeah. Uh, my we also feed my mother-in-law so that's cool yeah you know so yeah she's she's great um so yeah it's one of those things where we're all one little big happy family and we try to uh, make it work with the food she cooks a lot and i work in a restaurant or a country club as a cook and i don't cook at home she said that's one of the reasons why she married me but she you know yeah i kind of let her down <laughs> <laughs> so but anyways let's talk about our guest um our guest tonight is jesse McAlpin uh from extraction point she's the bass player from the band from the chicago area uh she's yeah i've seen um a couple videos of her shows and she's very talented very good she's also into the paranormal and that's one of the reasons why i had kind of tapped her to come on the show because I don't know something kind of led me to ask her. So, sounds um, good. Before further ado, let's get her yeah, on. Let's bring her on. All right. There she is. Hello. There Hello, she Jesse. is. Hi. So, um, you are actually from around the Chicago area, correct? Yeah, I technically grew up in a small town called Grand Park, which is down by the Kankakee area. And then oh, yeah, I, I know where that is. I have friends <laughs> down there. Middle of nowhere. Uh, then yes. I moved Porn up this stocks. way in uh, 2014. Was in Schiller Park for a while, and then moved to Roselle in 2018. Cool. Hmm. Nice, nice. So, tell us a little bit about. Um, first off, let's let's talk a little bit before we get into the paranormal. Let's talk a little bit about your band. Can you tell us a little bit about that information so that people kind of know what kind of band you have and yeah. how long you've been playing, etc. Um, I've been into music since I was in grade school. Um, I am naturally a vocalist guitar player, but uh, a few years back in like 2013, my best friend asked me to be the bassist in this band called Radio Creeps. So I was in that mm -hmm. band for about five years, um, then left there and then took kind of a hiatus for a couple years. And then my friend uh, asked me to join Extraction Point. I think it was about April last year. And I was already kind of like, oh, I kind of miss playing music. I want to play music again. 
And then that happened. So I was like, oh, cool. Sweet. Yeah, (laughs) totally. So joined them uh, last year in like April, May, learned all the music. My first show with them was July of last year. And then um, been doing shows and we're actually working on our second album right now. So we've got, I think, like two or three songs pretty pretty much in the works uh our vocalist just needs to add vocals <laughs> and then we're hoping nice. to get that uh finished up and recorded by summerish maybe that's all cool. that okay. all that makes money costs money yeah. though so <laughs> yeah, yeah i do side right, work right. in a studio actually so i'm mm-hmm. used to all the recording stuff matter of fact i'm sitting in a recording studio right now so <laughs> yeah so so how many songs do you have um completed with the extraction point Oh, well, we do a cover of Cocaine by Eric Clapton that Excellent. everybody loves us. To, they <laughs> love that song. We get the, everybody screaming okay. cocaine with us. So we got that one. And then um, our newest one's called Return Fire. And then the mm-hmm. one before, like, I guess you could say third newest is uh, Force Compliance. And that one's kind of about the pandemic and all the crazy crap that was right, going on right. back then. So I think there's right. 12 or 13 total enough for an album oh, oh yeah yeah okay okay now did you say that is you are you gonna have an album out or uh well we have our first album um that came out in i think i think it came out in 2019 2020 and this was oh, this okay. was before i joined but um okay so like they created all the music they had a bunch of stuff lined up and then everything got shut down so um, that kind of right, yeah right, that right. put a damper on the band altogether kind of put a damper on the paranormal field too so right well it put a damper on everything <laughs> right so yeah. um things kind of halted for a little bit and then they started playing shows again i think in the end of 2021 and i went to a couple of them too so it was just like oh yeah mm-hmm. this is awesome live music again and then uh the basis that they had um i can't remember exactly why but they were parting ways and then my friend asked if i would um, if I'd be interested, and I was just, it was perfect time. So right, said right. yes. And then, uh, learned all the, their stuff. And then we started mm-hmm. creating new stuff. Um, let's see, probably end of last year, beginning of this year, we started playing around with some stuff and then we've been doing shows a lot. We had three shows this past week. <laughs> wow. wow. So, wow. yeah. <laughs> See, I'm glad yeah. I'm just a sound engineer. I don't have to move speaker cabinets and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right be a roadie i'm lucky right. I, I got a di pedal so i don't gotta oh, yeah. move a cabinet anymore <laughs> yay nice <laughs> yeah i music has been in my my uh wheelhouse for years wanting to be a musician and playing guitar and stuff like that and then i just got to the point where i just i didn't want to do it anymore mm-hmm. i was getting older and i wanted to do something different and then you know things happen but um yeah, so music uh, actually plays a big role in my life, actually, from a friend of mine that I have. Um, his name's uh, Mikey Ediker, and he knows everything about music, and especially um, the type of music you guys play. And I presented it to him, and he said, this is really good. And he is a strict – he'll tell you if, the, if it sucks. Trust me. <laughs> I mean, and – I've sent him some stuff. He's like, that's just awful, you know? And then he'll, I'll be like, okay, I found it on TikTok a while ago. And I just thought, you know, I wanted your opinion. And I kind of knew what his opinion was going to be. So. <laughs> but no, he says, um, 
you know, I'm sure that, you know, I'd like to, to go to a show eventually and, you know, check you guys out. And you're only, what, maybe less than an hour from me? Because I'm right yeah, you're probably about three hours Geneva. from me. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm in Michigan. Yeah. So when is, when is your next show? We actually just played our last one this year. Our next one probably won't be until sometime next year because we got to write and stuff. There's cool. a possibility we might have one uh, February 3rd at Brower House in Lombard. Um, that's like in the works though. We said, yes, we do it, but that depends on if it actually happens. So we'll see what happens. But aside from that, we haven't planned anything yet. Yeah. I know how the music industry is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It can be, it it can be something that, you know, is very daunting. And, but since you've been in that band and you guys get along and everything works, works well and, you know, you know, good chemistry. And that's kind of, the key is having you know good chemistry mm-hmm. with your bandmates and stuff where nowadays where you know back in the day when i was growing up and you would see bands break up over the dumbest oh things. yeah they do they <laughs> still <know>? do they still do <laughs> they still yeah. do can never, I, I, I do just... you want to come play bass for us our bass player never <laughs> yeah. shows up he's always late right, right, right. or high or something <laughs> right <laughs> right 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 so yeah but uh okay switching gears let's talk a little bit about the paranormal and how you kind of got into it okay um well i guess you could say i kind of grew up with it i ended up growing Mm up on an indian burial ground oh that's cool did not know that at the time i just had a lot of experiences and stuff would happen when i was a kid and like my mom still talks about to this day when i was when we lived there I wouldn't go outside at nighttime and I would never go into this one side of the yard uh, by myself, like ever, even when I was a kid. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. Cause we had, I think it was like five acres and um, we, I would see tall black shadows with red eyes, stuff would move. Oh my. Wow. Um, TVs would turn on. Um, I, this memory just kind of, surfaced the past couple years i swear i saw a a little et being in these bushes in the back of the yard because it was like Mm -hmm. this weirdish greenish gray color and then i saw just the tops of the eyes and it like moved and then it moved (laughs) and then i ran to the house and i think i was (laughs) like six and then um after i got older and started researching stuff i found out i have abilities if you want to call them that like psychic oh, and yeah. type stuff yep yep yeah so it made yeah i could see that already yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it made sense why uh i a lot happened to me when i was young sure um mm-hmm. and then my dad died when i was 10 uh and i found out he he passed away in the ambulance in the driveway when i was like i found out when i was like 14 or 15 so me being a dumb kid i'm like Oh, I'm going to talk to him. So I grabbed the pendulum board and put there it in the go. driveway and sat there oh my God. thinking I'm talking to my dad, but I yeah. don't know what I was talking to. And then a lot of crazy crap happened at the house after that. Oh, no. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, wow. we had a, a priest actually come and bless the property. Oh, my. <laughs> yep. Wow. That's good. <laughs> so that's wow. how I got into it. I always actually spent time at a cemetery that was down the road from my house. I'd ride my bike over there and read a book or draw or mm-hmm. write lyrics or something. Um, mm-hmm. And then there was this one time I was sitting against a tree reading a book and I saw this woman off in the distance 
and she had on like a big brimmed hat with like a mm-hmm. a bluish dress and then like puff sleeves and like the, one of those hats that had like the big ribbons and they tie it under here wow. oh yeah i was like that's weird and like i was watching her and then she walked behind a tree and poof was gone wow so i ran <laughs> over cool. there i'm like what just happened and i didn't didn't <laughs> see her again and i think right, i think right. i was like 14 or 15 when that happened so just my whole life <laughs> so how did that influence your life in that sense when you were 14 years old and you're experiencing plus the fact that you know you know kids have changes that usually at that age you know and things are just kind of going crazy what did you attribute that to i mean did you try to come up with a reasoning why or did you just like accept it for what it was and i would always try to figure it out first so one of the things that would always happen um we since we lived in the country we had like one of those big propane tanks and we had a really mm-hmm. big driveway and there was like woods off onto the left by the garage so me and friends would sit on the porch having cigarettes or you know being mm-hmm. young yeah. and rocks would get thrown and then would hit the pro t- propane tank or the oh. driveway and it's like okay that's got to be some stupid kids that hiked in the woods and we go over there with flashlights and look and nothing's over there we're like okay that's weird and that kept that happened all the time if we were outside wow, I, cool. I had a so we try to debunk it first or say mm-hmm. it, the tv came on or something i'd be like oh it was a short right, circuit right. or something um and then i had i'm i'm terrified of dolls to this day because of this so <laughs> i had uh, american girl dolls and you know always play with them they they would go to school you know so we'd have paper and pencils mm-hmm. and all that and this one time my friend and i were were playing with them that we went to eat and then we went back in the room and there were these scribble marks on the closet because it was painted white these pencil marks like just scribbles and it was like three feet above the ground maybe wow. and mm-hmm. the dolls were laying on the bed so uh. i couldn't debunk that <laughs> yeah that's great right. right my house is filled with um dolls the american girl dolls my wife's a <sighs> seamstress and so they're all over the place in various states of dress <laughs> Oh wow. Oh my god, yeah. that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I my my mother actually um used to collect um dolls. She was into antiques, she owned her own antique store, mm-hmm. so she would collect dolls and after she passed, you know, we had to clean out her uh, uh her apartment and all these dolls everywhere. <laughs> wow. Now, at that time, the, dolls don't really creep me out. Mm-hmm. Clowns don't creep me out. Dolls don't creep, you know, there are some things that I would say that, you know, kind of be mindful when you buy an antique. Right. No matter what it is. Sure. Yeah. Always be mindful of that. So can I say that I've had experiences with an antique? Maybe that I really did notice. You know what I mean? But I technically don't have really any antiques per se anymore. <laughs> so, but since you were growing up experiencing that and trying to start already when you're young like that to debunk things yeah, that that's kind cool. of a really good yeah that's a really good intuition to have at that point at that age you know and trying to figure out what it is instead of just assuming most kids nowadays mm-hmm. be like that's what it is i swear that's what it is without saying what's the other reason you know what's you know debunk it a little bit yeah. try to figure out what it could be instead of mm-hmm. what you automatically go to that it's got to be this. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So it just started. So, I mean, to that, that's really cool for you. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's really cool that you're yeah, able at that age to do that. So can you talk about any other experiences since after that time when you were a teenager? Did you were you your number one? Yeah, you are gifted. And that this, there's a reason why I asked you onto the show, because of the fact that usually when spirit works through me, um, it directs me to people I should talk to. Oh, that's cool. And that's how that works. Yeah, I've always done that. And that's how I got. I have the host now and I have the host on my other show. And the friends that I've been with, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just that's just kind of the way it is. So when you when you were getting older, like say your 20s, did you have some more credible experiences that you can talk about? Or um well, I think I was maybe 19 or 20. Uh, because after the I got freaked out enough, I kind of blocked it all out like i mm-hmm. i shut my mm-hmm. gifts off by accident it just yep. it just kind of yep. happened um so i didn't mm-hmm. think about it for a while i was still interested and in, i would read books and stuff but mm-hmm. i wasn't really seeking it out and well the person i was dating at the time and some of my friends we uh went to uh it's called diversitech it's in mantino well it's not there anymore it's like i think an old folks home now but it was a uh insane asylum i guess you could call it Mm -hmm. so like waverly hills type of thing not nearly as big but that was the the cool local thing to do when you were a teenager (laughs) yeah (laughs) go to diversitech and you know be scared well uh we started our own little like ghost hunting group and i was the edp person (laughs) and so i had the the little cassettes not not the digital stuff little cassette player right right you know so uh yeah don't 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 date yourself (laughs) she's she's young she's a youngin so i i was the evp person so when we would go into diversitech i'd ask questions and stuff and we'd you know walk around and see if we could see stuff and everything and you know be dumb teenagers um and this one time we uh i was reviewing the evidence and on the tape you can hear like something running like and then it said family really like in a whisper wow which was weird and then i come to find out my grandma actually went there for alcoholism oh yeah so yeah i was like what and then um (laughs) something else i recorded was like in the old days they had those big electrical switches that you had to like pull down oh yeah it sounded like Uh, that there were lots of uh static noises and talking that we couldn't figure out because um i've I've always been like very uh not ruly but like rules are don't say people's names if you're gonna say Mm -hmm. something like make sure you say it don't whisper it like i had all yes. these little rules for our group and you awesome. could hear yeah you could hear like people having a conversation but we knew it wasn't us so it was really interesting right. so i did that and then one of the other places our little group went was this um the cemetery in Bourbonnais. and to this day i wish i had this tape so this one girl she had you know old time recorder with the uh vhs tape And we were just walking around the graveyard, asking questions, seeing if anything was there. And when we uh, we went back to her house, we put it in the TV and we were watching it. And there was like, obviously it's in town. So there's like streetlights and stuff. 
and you see this black head and shoulders kind of just go like this past one of the street lights and we were like oh my god rewind that and we watched it like over and over again and we like we're like that's like <laughs> 10 feet in the air because yeah, like the camera right. uh you can see one of our friends and it's night vision so they're all green and everything and then it pans this sure. way and then higher up this head and black head and shoulders just goes right past the light and wow that was i'd never seen anything like that like in person i guess like right, right, it had right. been a long time then that's when i like i started my memory started to come back and i, I was like mm -hmm. oh my god i remember all this stuff now because it's like i mm -hmm. i shut the door in my mind and i didn't think about mm -hmm. any of that and then it all started to come back and mm -hmm, then yep, mm -hmm. um just be took a little break i guess again for a while and then the past few years i've been getting back into it and um now that i have we you know streaming and all that i've been watching shows i got to meet uh dave schrader and Chris Fleming, Greg and Dana Newkirk, and a bunch of other paranormal field people. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. got to meet them. So that was fun. Um, and then I went to Joliet Prison actually in May with Dave mm -hmm. Schrader and Shane Pittman. Um, definitely had some experiences there. Uh, I have like tools and stuff nowadays too, like the EMF detector. I've got a Psyonix Aurora camera, a laser grid, like a bunch of little toys. Right, <laughs> yeah, that's right, cool. Right. A, yeah. a, adult paranormal haunting <laughs> yeah right 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 so um yeah we have a, a guest coming on uh uh for the cemetery files on monday uh kara phillip oh and she's been and we she's was on our, our other show on my other show um a while ago now she's going to be telling some stories on mm -hmm. monday tomorrow oh cool so so yeah so she talked about Juliet prison and um let's get your honest opinion about the atmosphere for that when you went to visit that place okay um well having the abilities that i do it was you could feel it there like pity your stomach like uh i don't really like it here so there's definitely mm -hmm. something there and then there was uh we saw like a shadow figure like peer over the second floor of the cells mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that was interesting um some of one of the uh volunteers had the music box so it plays music when something breaks like the right, emf right. beam or whatever it is mm -hmm. and it was responding to some of the questions people were asking so that wow. was interesting and then there wow. was a couple different times where i would be walking by cells and you could hear like a shuffle in the cell like somebody was like oh and they'd like back away from the door or something but no one was in the cells so that was mm -hmm. that was definitely interesting the so there there's stuff there my uh one of my friends was was actually there during the day and he's a photographer so he was just taking pictures and he ended up mm -hmm. getting a shadow figure in the same cell block that we saw the shadow figure so oh wow, wow and i'd it love actually, to see that picture mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it was like you got to kind of zoom in on it but i showed it to kara Cause I saw her mm -hmm. and Jenny and a few other people uh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, Kara was like, that's my doppelganger. And her and oh, two, yeah. two other people were looking at it and they were like, that's your doppelganger. So he accidentally captured Kara's doppelganger. So I thought, Oh wow. Yeah. I thought I'm going to ask her about that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Cause I think she talked a little bit about something about that. Um, 
the last time that that me and uh, my other host Kelly talked to her, mm-hmm. and so that sounds familiar. So now having you know doing you know the, the band and you know with some of the paranormal stuff, um, what else do you do in your free time? Ah, uh, well, I do uh, Reiki healing and sound healing. Um, okay. So I got like crystal bowls and stuff. So I do that, and then. Um, I do the energy healing work and I hang out with my, my chill friends. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, music, paranormal stuff are my two main ones. And then, uh, in the nice weather, I've got the CE5 group. So I sure. run that group too. And we try to meet like once a month starting in April and we go until it's too cold. <laughs> and then, uh, right, recently, right. uh, trying to plan out like little trips and travel and stuff. Um, but. Didn't you just have a special occasion happen to you? <laughs> yep, went to Salem and got engaged. <laughs> uh-huh. Congrats! Yay! <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, perfect Halloween. Okay. There you go. <laughs> nice. Yeah. What did you think of Salem? I have not been there yet. Shaney, have you been there? Salem? Uh, no, I have not. Okay, I've so never been there. Give us your assessment on on Salem. And how well, you felt about third it. time being there. I love it there. Like, I don't know what it is when we first were walking around uh, the streets and stuff. We just felt like we were home. It's mm. it's a interesting feeling. And you can feel the well, there's like the the fake part, obviously, of Salem. Oh, yeah, the, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. gimmicky stuff. But then we yeah. took a history tour and it's just it's so fascinating i love history that's another thing mm-hmm. yeah, i mean if you, yeah. if you like paranormal you kind of gotta like history too it kind of goes hand in hand <laughs> it, <Sure>. does. <laughs> yeah, it does. Much does yes so yeah. like seeing all the history there and the uh obviously the the witch burial sites and everything um and then like we stayed at the hawthorne in june actually and we were across the hall from the most haunted room there so that was uh weird I, uh, when we got to the Hawthorne, we, uh, we unpacked and stuff. And, um, he was my boyfriend at the time. He went downstairs to move the car and I felt like somebody just spun me like a top. Like I got so dizzy. I fell on the, yeah, I fell on the bed and I'm like, what the heck? And Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, stop it. I know how to get rid of you. I have sage and (laughs) salt. Stop right, it. Right, <laughs> and then right, it kind of right. let it let up a little bit. And I'm like, okay, right. at least you know. So you haven't forgotten your gifts, you know, and you pull them out when you really need to, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? And so yeah, that that that's cool that you do that. Oh, I've really learned to the past couple of years learning to listen more mm-hmm. to them as well. Like there's been times uh where we're going somewhere and well, even just driving. I'll go out to my mom's, she lives in the country. And I'll get a gut feeling to slow down and a deer will go across the road. You know, stuff like that happens all the time. Um, And then when we were in the Hockamock Swamp a couple weeks ago, that's where my fiance had his first full-blown paranormal experience. We were just walking, you know, walking along for a little bit. And, like, my stomach started to, like, hurt. I'm like, oh, okay something's here and I kept feeling like something was going to go in front of us or something was mm-hmm. going to run up behind us. So I'm like looking around everywhere <laughs> being paranoid and he's like la da looking at all the leaves and stuff. And then I was like, babe, I don't feel good. And he's like, Oh, that's fine. You know, we're good. Let's keep walking. I'm like, okay. And we keep <laughs> walking. And then he was like, 
don't you got that like EMF thingy with you? <laughs> I was like, yeah, hang on. And I grabbed it, gave it to him. And then I saw his face like pale. And I was like, were you okay? He's like, yeah, let's, let's keep walking. I'm like, okay. So we just keep walking. And then there's a few times that he just like stops and looks at it. And then he's like, okay, I don't know what's going on. It's going off. I can't figure it out. <laughs> and I, we, I, we, it wasn't our phones. We were in the middle of nowhere. There's like no cell service. So, and it wasn't like, uh, like sometimes radar, it'll pick up radar EMF detectors, but it's a sure. constant, constant, like going in, yep. you know, and it wasn't doing that. It would just go to red when he would talk or ask a question. So then I grabbed it and I'm talking and asking questions. It's not doing anything. Right. So I'm like, okay, huh. here, you, you ask these questions and um, learning more about the Hakamak Swamp, it's pretty much kind of an Indian burial ground. A lot of uh, bad things happen there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I just looked at him. I'm like, I can't do it. I'm, we need to turn around. I can't do this anymore. Like my, all my alarm bells are going off. Let's You're leave. Right. So we start walking back to the car and then I didn't feel like he was behind me anymore. So I stopped and I looked and he was like 50 feet behind me. And I was like, babe, come on, let's go. And, uh, he was looking down at the EMF detector and then all of a sudden he's like, Yep. All right. Let's go. Let's go. We're going. And I'm like, don't tell me till we get to the car. So we get to the car and he told me that pretty much that thing went to red and he heard something next to him, like in the leaves, like shuffle a little bit. He, and he's like, yeah, I was just like, yeah, whatever. And then I stopped and I was thinking to go, you know, go back from where we came from. And then I heard something run at me and it turned to red. And that's when I was like, let's go. And I was like, oh, so what do you think? He goes, uh, that I've had my first full-blown paranormal experience. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah. yeah so usually usually was... when, when you have something like that, especially for somebody who's maybe a big skeptic or, or doesn't like it or doesn't understand mm -hmm. it or is fearful of it, when they have that experience, it really can, like you said, kind of spin you around and you know mm -hmm. and, and you don't know you know which way which direction to be you know what i mean so yeah yeah <clears throat> so, so yeah, he um, he's learned to listen to my feelings after the eight years yeah, we've been together yeah. <laughs> yeah i've had a couple friends that that learned to trust me a little bit more since uh they've met me and hung out with me and like oh yeah okay or they'll <laughs> send me a text message and say what about this i'm like I i'm not a psychic meeting on demand <laughs> You know, I mean, I don't, I mean, I'll help people. You know, I have close friends that I might, you know, say this or that too, but you know, yeah, it's just, and it's not something that I turn off. Mm -hmm. you know, I, I was like you, I, I ran from it growing up, you know, I ran to drugs and alcohol, you know I mean? I, yeah. that was the only way that I, only way that I could drown it out. You yeah. Know what I mean? And even then sometimes that would get past certain points of, of being inebriated that my gifts were like, Hey, we're going to be better than we were before. <laughs> and oh, no. crap. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it, it used to get sometimes intense, like towards when I'd be like finished drinking and I'm like, okay, I'm going to be done drinking. And then I would sit there and not have a drink for about a half hour. Then all of a sudden my gifts that I knew that were there are now starting to creep through because all my guards are down. Yeah. You know, 
all my inhibitions are down. I'm carefree. I'm happy. And then all of a sudden, all my gifts are like, hey, what about this? And it's like, yeah, no. It's time to go to bed. You know? So yeah, yeah, I've actually I've been sober for five years. So awesome. Congrats. Congrats. And it's definitely changed a lot. Like, you notice that when it comes to your gifts and stuff, because I didn't really think about it, but I would be at bars soaking up everybody's emotions and then I'd yeah. be drinking more. And then you, right. it's like a vicious cycle. You drink yep. more so yep. you don't feel their emotions. And then it's like, ah, right. but, but <laughs> you're win. an open, but you're like an open, open door. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's like, mm -hmm. a, it's like a, one of those revolving doors. It's just like goes round and round. Yeah. When your inhibitions are down like that, when you're drinking, when you drink or you inebriate yourself, you're, Putting your you're basically hitting a button and all your guards go guards go down to nothing. Yep. You you're not blocking anything. You're not you're allowing that. It's like somebody's saying coming to you and saying, "Hey, you can feel really good, but you got to give me your cage." <laughs> right. You know yeah. what I mean? You got to give me your the walls that are around you. You gotta you gotta let me take those down. And then people you know do it, and then because I know I've done it. When I used to kind of give people like years ago when I was really kind of just getting into, I knew who I was. I knew what I could do, but I was still kind of drinking a lot. And then I would get really drunk and then people would ask me questions and then my gifts would come in and say, yeah, I'm still here. And then they, it was like truth serum. And then oh, I, would, no. I would give them all this information and they would, one, one, one uh, guy and this one lady were, couldn't believe that I knew what I knew because I saw it. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. And then, you know, other people be like, you know, this is amazing. Tell us more. And then eventually I got to the point where spirit basically said enough, enough. I would get <laughs> I would get a migraine headache immediately Yeah, where I couldn't focus. I couldn't. It was almost like somebody said, OK, put a kibosh on it now because he's. <laughs> He's not giving, he's not being legit because of the fact that I was so inebriated. So mm -hmm. I, I, I quit doing that, you know. And mm -hmm. then when I quit drinking because of a stroke that I had oh, in God. 2013, yeah, I have been drank since 2013. So, and that's when my gifts really kind of took over a couple years after that. So, mm -hmm. you know, so you can relate to that fact of, trying to drown out your gifts or trying to run away from your gifts or trying to, you know what I mean? Because of the fact that you, if you're not sure of it, even if you research it, you're still kind of like, what yeah. is this? Why am I experiencing this? Why am I? And there's a lot of people that go through that where they don't understand what they're going through without a support system. Yeah. And that is key is having that support system. And it even goes back to even with podcasting, you know, there's a lot of people that have a lot of different podcasts but they don't have the support system to help them. You know what I mean? They, mm -hmm. they can do it themselves to a certain point, but instead yeah. of asking for help, you know, I mean, they just kind of do it. And there's a, there's a large group of people or, or support system in the paranormal, especially in podcasting, you know, down to antique cars. I mean, there's a group for everybody, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and there's a support system. And I think that, you know, having, you know, like-minded people like yourself be on the show it just kind of educates people, lets people know, you know, that there's others, there's other support systems out there. There's other groups of people that have had the same experience. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so yeah, but, um, so can you talk about 
the last investigation that you've been on was that Juliet? Uh, or was there some? No, technically, it was when we were in Massachusetts. That was, te- I mean, it wasn't okay. like a full blown investigation, but that was us kind of investigating stuff. And then we went to, um, uh, I had a uh, SB7 and uh, noise canceling headphones and tried to do an Estes method at uh, Anawan Rock out there, which is where one of the Indian chiefs was uh, beheaded. So, oh, wow. Yeah, it, there's, like I said, the history out there. So tried doing that, but it, it started to pour. So couldn't really oh, do no. that for too long. <laughs> uh, right, before, right, right. before that, um, October 13th, so Friday the 13th, me, Steve, and my friend Genevieve went to, um, oh, what's it called? The, the Compote building in Batavia. It's like this 1920s looking building that was like a warehouse and stuff. So uh, she has really? a, she has a, group of friends they're they're actually called kindred spirits but they were kindred spirits before amy and adam (laughs) Um, (laughs) and they like host little investigations here and there so we went to that uh not too much happened there i didn't really get any bad feelings or anything and then before that Mm -hmm. i went to uh the woodstock opera house for chris fleming's event uh it's called the pop-up paracon yeah went there investigated That place has activity. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I want to investigate that place really bad. Yeah, it's try it. And that's like 20 cool. minutes from my house. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, really, I'm not, really cool. I'm only like 20 minutes from, from Woodstock. So, yeah. Okay. So, okay. I'm in Lake Geneva. So. Oh, okay. I know where that's so, yeah. at. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one yeah. was definitely yeah. really cool. And then before that was the Juliet in May. So, trying okay. to do those as often now, as I can. Now, did you see, was... was uh, there was quite a few other people that were there. Kara was there. Yeah. Um, was Joe Diamond there? Oh, I know that name. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, he was there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I, I had, I did an interview on on my show with him. He's and he's pretty, he's pretty close too. And I've talked to him. He's a super nice guy. So yeah, there's so many different groups of people with talent around. Mm-hmm. You know. Down to you know, for what he does, for what Joe Diamond does, is pretty cool because he he usually does it at the Maxwell Mansion in Lake Geneva, where we used to do our show there. Oh, okay. Upstairs, yeah. So, and we know that that place has spirits because we've caught evidence on live TV or on live video. Yep. Interviewing people, so and it's pretty cool. (laughs) You know, yeah, we did that for about a year, and yeah, they kind of expanded, and I kind of. Well, I'm not there anymore, but that's fine. You know what I mean? And it's their business and I respect that, but it's a beautiful place, mm-hmm. you know, and there's so many different beautiful places around Lake Geneva and even in Illinois. I mean, there's so many different awesome farms in Illinois. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I mean, actually just found out about the, uh, what is it? The, the Tinker, uh, the Tinker Cottage in Rockford. That that place okay. is yeah I never heard of it and I was watching um actually watching Jack Osborne show Osborne show I think it was and they went there I'm like wait mm-hmm. Rockford and I looked it up and yeah it's yeah. A, it's a really old um house that actually um they I don't know if they do ghost tours anymore but they did for a while so I mean there's that place in Rockford too and then like finding out there's a lot of stuff around here doing more research. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. The one place that I would like to do is the Drake. Oh, yeah. Chicago. Mm-hmm. Or the Congress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that even downtown, I mean, once I get things going with this other documentary and then hopefully going to move on to change eras from the old West to 1920s and 30 mob scene. Oh, that'd be cool. I want to be able to do a whole documentary on that ties with the paranormal and stuff. So, Mm -hmm. so yeah, Um, I, you know, I, I love Chicago. I mean, it's, I've been there, you know, several times and I've never, it's just, there's so much to see. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, have you ever been to a place when you go when you go there? Now that that's another thing I wanted to ask you too was when you go to do your alarms go off when you're not even thinking about it? Oh like yeah. You have, okay, like you walk into a building and like, what is here? You know? <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. That that's a kind of a cool feeling, but it it can be kind of distracting too, especially if you're, yeah. You know, if you like, if I'm out with my wife and I'm going to uh, a store or something, but in a building like downtown Lake Geneva, and I know that there's activity, I'll walk into that place and be like, "Oh yeah, I know this place." And then I'll be drawn to the back of the store that used to be an old <laughs> grocery store back from the 1920s. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's like, and I'll just stand there, and it's like, okay, I need to focus, you know, because <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't I don't you know usually do that um when i'm with family um i try to keep that to myself you know so but yeah so is there is there some place that you've ever been to that you just besides when you were talking with your with your fiance when you're walking down that path so Mm -hmm. in in any place that you've been to that you're drawn to or that you want to continue to or i gotta go back there i gotta i gotta there's more for me to see here or to experience um hmm. i'm sure you've got a couple (laughs) um well one is the lizzie borden house exactly (laughs) i would love i want to go back there and i would love to get into maplecroft we got to Mm -hmm. go and look at it but it wasn't open to the public that's another place and then um uh what was the the other one um it's called proctor's ledge Mm -hmm. in technically i think it's danvers not salem but it's in the area where they all got executed but where the ledge is at like where the memorial is that's not the site the site is actually you got to go uphill Mm -hmm. and you're not really supposed to go over there oh no (laughs) so it's like i want to go there so bad (laughs) right right. i'm so drawn to go back over there but a lot of stuff out there i i definitely am drawn to go out that way more so than here i think one of the uh only place ironically the only place here is across the street from my house it's a uh forest preserve that we had an experience a couple years ago um another experience where steve he kind of believed it but didn't want to something ran at us there um and there was nothing there uh so we we didn't go back there for a while we went back in august with a couple friends to investigate and uh i actually saw an orb like a white and bluish like i can't even explain the blue it was very Mm -hmm. pretty 
orb just go floop and fly up. And my friend that was standing next to me, like he must have saw my face because he goes, <laughs> I just saw that orb too. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> That's, cool. That's cool. So yeah, that was, I wasn't expecting to see an orb. I was expecting to see like a black shadow or something. So it was really cool seeing this beautiful orb just fly up. And Steve wasn't even paying attention. So, so you basically, it's like, was it a light anomaly? Would you think it was? You know oh I mean? yeah. I mean, it, it was, was like the size of a basketball. Okay. So oh, that, wow. that's a light anomaly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So um, I know there, there's arguments with orbs and all that, but like when we you just had that it... discussion not too long ago on our last <laughs> audio podcast and, yeah. it, and it was more or less just everybody looks at it differently. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I take it with a grain of salt, you know, but if it's like you said, if that light anomaly is like that bright and that right there in front of your face, that's not a bug. That's not <laughs> dust. You know, if it's the size of a basketball, it's, it's something else. <laughs> you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. You mm -hmm. know, so yeah, yeah. But uh so yeah, so, so um go ahead, Shane. Oh yeah. So Jesse, let's back up a little bit. You had mentioned something about the CE five group. Can you tell us more about what that is and what it involves yeah. and um, so CE five stands for close encounters of the fifth kind. Um there's this uh well, he's a doctor. His name's Dr. Stephen Greer. He developed this way of communicating with extraterrestrials, ultra-terrestrials, um, but anything really that um, here's our call, I guess you could say. Okay. Um, so there's steps to do. There's like a 30-minute meditation, and it's all about like um, your heart and sending out love and hoping to get loving beings back. Okay. Uh, to communicate. Uh, so usually what we do is we go out, um, we play these tones. They're called crop circle tones. They were actually recorded right after a crop circle was formed in England in the okay. 90s, I think. So that would we make play sense. that. Yeah. So we play that to like kind of be like, hey, we're here. And then we do the meditation and then we pretty much sky watch and uh, well, land watch too, because we've had interesting stuff happen like right in front of us. Um, mm. I seen like uh, an oranges red orb kind of floating around. And then what's crazy is my one friend that takes uh, pictures with his digital camera. He caught it on camera in the exact same area that I saw it. So that was like a validation. Oh, yeah. And then we've seen some amazing things like in the sky and stuff. There was this one time um, I just thought in my head, oh, it'd be really cool. If you showed up over there by the trees. And then this bright orangish red, it wasn't even an orb. It was kind of like a shape like this okay. just shot out and disappeared. And it was a mile down the road. So that was really close, not way up in the sky. Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. We saw that. And then the last one we had, I actually got this on film too on my psionics camera. There was this really bright orb up in the sky and it got really, really bright. And then it would fade away and it would just kept going across the sky and it would get really really bright and then fade away and that happened for like five minutes and like five minutes wow and wow. as i'm videotaping it my my group are using their lasers to be like it's right here and circle around it so i could keep it with the videotape and we uh i have a, a tech guy i guess you could call him his name's mm -hmm. eric um right. he has like all these like apps and uh, other stuff that he uses to make sure it wasn't debris or satellites or sure. flying traffic, yeah, 
I do so, that. So yeah, we checked what time it was. There was nothing in that quadrant of the sky at that time. That's awesome. So we couldn't debunk it. And it was just interesting whenever I would think or say, where did it go? It would get really bright again. And then hmm. it would kind of dim out. I call those power-ups. Wow, uh, interesting. So I've never I heard of that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I got that on camera and it was it was really cool. He uh Dr. Greer has a film, it's on Amazon called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. And then he also has other films. Uh one is called Unacknowledged, and then there's another one called Sirius, spelled S-I-R-U-S. And it's kind of all about the same thing about how well I guess you could say the government knows about a bunch of stuff and they're not telling us. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. That type of stuff. <laughs> yeah. That that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> yes. Right. right. Yeah, I know about that <laughs> yeah. conversation. Yeah. yeah. So that that's I know pretty much nothing. what it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I make that claim that I know nothing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know anything. I don't know anything, really. So yeah. But uh yeah, so Basically, I mean, you've got so much going on, uh, you know, with, you know, the band and with your Reiki healing and your paranormal stuff and, you know, all this stuff is the UFOs. And I mean, just <laughs> your plate's pretty full. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I, I will say, I mean, we're getting kind of close, not really, but kind of, um, but um, I, what's with Las Vegas with you? Uh, there's something with Las Vegas with you. I mean, because I keep seeing you, your face, and I keep seeing Las Vegas, Las Vegas, Las Vegas. Hmm. So I don't know why. Um, but is there any ties with you in Las Vegas, no, or that you know somebody that's, that's going that's inviting you? Or uh, I mean, the only reason I want to go there, or is it in LA? There's the the Conscious Life Expo. I don't know if it's in Vegas. Or I think it might be in LA. But I actually have no want to go to Las Vegas. Really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. So well, that, that's I, interesting. I guess, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I guess. So coming from me, seeing that. So just kind of keep that in the back of your mind. Will do. If somebody talks to you about Vegas. I'll text there's you. A reason. You heard it from Jay <laughs> first. Oh, please do. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You'll have to text me. And I get that a lot, too. I mean, I get that. Sometimes I, I kind of lay bombs on people, and they're like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> and then two days later, they'll text me, oh, yeah. You know, and so, which is fine. It's not a big deal. Right. But um, I kept, I, I had the desire to, to say that to you, so and that's it. <laughs> no. So, um, talking, you know, you we were talking a little bit about UFOs and stuff. Um, and I am not a, a big fan, and I'll get roasted for this, but... Um, I'm not a big fan of Bigfoot either. <laughs> and and that's fine. That's my own opinion. I mean, yeah. I'm just like, I know that there are people that are, are Bigfoot hunters and, and that is totally fine. I just, I'm just, that's not where my focus is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I'm going to ask you, what do you think about Bigfoot? I think it's a perfectly normal phenomenon, I guess. I don't know. I believe in it. Well, my earrings actually are a UFO with uh that's with awesome Bigfoot. nice yeah. <laughs> there you go right right i love everything right. paranormal like i'll look right. into anything pretty much mm -hmm. even mm -hmm. like uh there's right. missing 411 that's another thing that 
is starting to yep. come up a little bit more. Like I love everything about paranormal supernatural stuff. So mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. now do you watch um or do you have subscription to the Paraflix? Streaming? No, but that is something I've it keeps popping up, so I'm probably gonna do that. Please do soon. because yeah, there, uh, there's a, quite a few people I know have that we have interviewed. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, Paraflix, for sure. And that we're good friends with and they've got some great stuff uh expedition entity yeah i met larry and those guys yeah yeah larry's um, good cool. friends with those guys yeah and larry's cool and dan and, and mm -hmm. yeah, jenny solely one of my favorites and my other one of my other hosts for my audio uh, podcast dave taylor from our haunted lives is also they have a great show him and christy do really well yeah they do know, and and natalie um the ceo of Paraflix, she has done a fantastic job at trying to make sure that everybody gets the content that people want, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm happy for her. And I'm happy for everybody on Paraflix. And it's just one of those things. So as cheap as it is, you know, it's very <laughs> affordable. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, so I, wa I try to watch some of that when I can because I have it on my Roku, you know. Okay. And so. Oh, yeah, we have a Roku. Yeah. So this show will actually also be on roku <laughs> so <laughs> um we're part of uh ghost planet network out of uk okay. yeah they're out of the uk and so um yeah we, we we've got four or five episodes on that channel on the uh ghost planet network so and that's on roku or fire stick so yeah so as much as i would like to say that um I would like him to download all of our videos. He's so busy that Neil that he he can only do so much. I think it's just him and one other person. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's it's gaining popularity and which is cool. You know what I mean. So, but um, so you said that you're possibly having a next gig next year. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully, well, yeah, we definitely will have more next year. Just. Not anymore this year. I think we're going to try to take January off too to try to finish right. writing the album and right, got to get right. stuff for recording and all that. Yeah, right, I understand right. all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I mean, yeah, I'm. I've heard a little bit of some of the songs on Spotify, and I, mm -hmm. you know, you guys are legit good. You know, and there's a lot of there's a lot of people, a lot of bands that are on Spotify that are not. <laughs> you know yeah and you guys are legit good so thank you I, I i give you props to that you know so um yeah i guess it is about that time holy crap this time flies by yeah <laughs> yeah it definitely <laughs> so, did <laughs> so i i want to thank everybody for for coming on or for tuning in uh you know we've had a fantastic guest and if you could you know tell people where they can find you jesse that yeah you know um well we have uh, our facebook it's extraction point and then our website is extractionpointofficial.com and then we also have i think it's called a, a link tree that's exp mm -hmm. official um you can find us there too and then on spotify um extraction point on spotify nice awesome nice so um Having said that, I want to thank my uh, other host, Shane Peek, and I want to thank my <laughs> guest, Jesse, and I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, this show will be uh, aired 
up on YouTube probably a couple minutes. It just takes a little bit. But uh, the audio file of this will be uploaded tonight. Wherever you get your podcast, this will be on it. So I want to thank everybody again. Everybody have a fantastic evening. You too. <laughs> thank you so much. This was fun. You are welcome. Thank yeah. you for having for being on.